Welcome to Just Jay-Z, an epic podcast for hairdressers. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Just Jay-Z. This is episode three of our podcast, and today's episode's going to be pretty juicy, huh, Stu? Oh, it's going to be a good one. So we are talking... American Salon Horror Stories. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So we thought it would be really cool to talk today about client horror stories because I feel like whether you're in beauty school or you've been doing hair for 30 years, you're going to have one of these stories eventually. So we are going to tell our horror stories and then we're also going to be reading off DMs that we got because we put it out on our Instagram and we asked people to give us their horror stories and we rounded up our favorite ones and we're going to be reading them today. So you could be hearing your client horror story right now. (laughs) If you're one of my clients and listen to this, know that I love every single one of you. It is just good fun. Yeah. I mean, like we said, every industry is going to have like its ups and downs and, you know, everyone's going to have like crazy work stories no matter what you do. So this is not us like bashing on clients. This is just kind of like telling interesting things that have happened to us. Um, So we're going to get started. Do you want me to start or do you want to go first? I will let you take it away. Okay. So my client horror story is from when I was maybe like a year or two into doing hair. It was pretty new. And I, do you know what I'm going to say? I'm pretty sure. I was going to bring it up if she didn't bring this Ah! up because it's too good not to talk about today. It is. And I feel like it was mostly, it was like my fault, but also kind of her fault. So I thought it was kind of a good one. So basically I was doing a girl's hair and she was like, I want to go blonde. And she was dark. And I had asked her her hair history. She said she never box dyed it. She hadn't colored it in a while. It looked like she had, but I was like, okay, Okay, it'll probably be fine. So I ended up doing a full bleach wash because she wanted to be really blonde. So I did it all over and then I put a bag over her head and put her under the dryer, which we do all the time. And I didn't think anything of it. But then I went over and it was smoking and it literally melted her hair off. Like the bag melted into her hair and there were broken pieces everywhere and I literally wanted to die. So we had to rinse it off really quick and then I just had to like tone it. And so it was like half dark, half orange, half red. It was terrible. So that was the worst thing ever. And I was like dying because I knew this girl, like we had gone to high school together and I was just like, what am I going to do? And it was super awkward. And, you know, she was just like, yeah, it's so weird. I don't know why that happened. And I was like, are you sure? Because like, usually it would only react this way if you had used box color or something. And she's like, no. So I was like blaming myself the whole time. And then she left and my next appointment came in and it was her friend. And I told her what happened. And she was like, oh, she box tied her hair like two weeks ago. And I was like, you're kidding me. So she totally lied to me. So this is a story for you clients. If your stylist asks your hair history, it is for a reason. And trust me, you want to be honest with them. We're not going to shame you because you use box color. We just need to know because it definitely affects like our process. (laughs) All right. So getting into my story, the beginning of this year, I was setting my New Year's resolutions and I'm going to start laughing so hard. This this is my favorite story ever. embarrassing, you guys. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to make it through it. I... Honestly, cringe telling the story because it's the most embarrassed I've ever been to a client ever. (laughs) It's my favorite story. So back to my story. At the beginning of this year, I set a few New Year's resolutions and it was like to be more active on Instagram and try to be a little bit more professional behind the chair. Like instead of just, I'm usually like kind of laid back. I'm like, what's up? You're Jesse. I'm here to do your hair. Let's go over here. You want a drink? Let's get this party started. Like I'm just kind of laid back, go with the flow. But I was like, let me be more professional this year, you guys. So. I, it was like, I came back from being at home, um, for Christmas and New Year's and it was my first client and I had told everyone in the salon, I was like, 
I'm going to start shaking people's hands, introducing myself. I'm going to be more professional this year, and it is going to be so good for my business. And <laughs> so um, I was in the warehouse talking to Jesse and her sister, helping out a little bit, and the receptionist comes to the back and says, hey, your client is here. Um, I'll set her at your station whenever you're ready. So I was like, all right, this is the one. I'm going to introduce myself, shake their hand. I'm going to be so professional and put together. So I walk out of the warehouse, through the break room. She's sitting at my station. I go up to her. And I, it's kind of more awkward because I had like an online Instagram relationship with this girl. She flew out and everything. And I was excited to finally like turn an Instagram friend into a real life friend. Um, however, she was a hairstylist, so she doesn't really post many pictures of herself. So, that being said, I walk up. I'm like, hey, I'm Stu. It's so nice to finally meet you. And you. I put my hand out to shake her hand. And she had no hands. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but it was just like so ironic that the first client you decide to do that with has no hands so that new year's resolution ended quickly and <laughs> i i can just picture you like didn't you shake her like nub yeah oh my god <laughs> so i don't know if i'm gonna make it through this but i basically just told the whole story but oh my it was so funny <laughs> he's mortified it, uh, i am mortified and i have like pstd or whatever it's called ptsd ptsd for doing that to myself and i honestly felt more embarrassed for her yeah than because did she say anything like no she stuck out her arm and i shook it and we went along with the service and, and she never, still comes back right like yeah she flies in every once in a while and it, we have a great relationship i honestly love her to death we get along so good it's just so ironic that the first one like I know. it's like what are the chances so <laughs> it's if you so want to know what it's like in my life, that is a perfect description yes. of it. Actually, this has nothing to do with client horror stories, but I'm going to tell you another story about Stu that's embarrassing. That I don't even know where this is going, so wish me luck. <laughs> You'll know. So this is another story that I feel like perfectly describes Stu. Do is you it know? the Orlando? Yes. Ah. So, you guys, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just a hot mess, okay? So, I might seem like I'm put together and... People say, you've got your crap together, but the truth is, no, I don't. <laughs> and this is going to prove me right. Okay, so we were in Universal Studios in Orlando, and we were at Harry Potter World. We go there every time we do a class because it's like a tradition, and you should see Stu right now. He's stressed. And let me add something to this. But right don't give it away yet. Okay, I'll add it later. So we're in Harry Potter World, and we're at a restaurant ordering lunch, and he's like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom, so I'm going to run and do that real quick. So he runs out of the restaurant, and he's like running through the crowd, and he tells it so good. Do you want to tell it? Because you tell Fine. it so good. <laughs> okay. Starting off my story, I would like to say we are located in Utah. Jesse's got a great following. Obviously, that's why you guys are here, but... <laughs> Anytime we're traveling, we I feel like we get recognized more. Like yeah. more people like want pictures. More people like just want to say hey or like hey I watch your YouTube. Uh, no Stu, I know your mom. I know your family. Like it's so cool just to say hey. Yeah. Or even if it's just someone saying like hey I wear your extensions and we're like oh my god it's so cool. Yeah. I feel like the people of Utah are over us because we're located <laughs> here. We that doesn't happen that often back home. But I ran out of the restroom and the way Harry Potter World is set up, you guys is. There's one bathroom in the middle of the park. So you have to literally not in any restaurants, have restrooms, nothing. So I'm fighting the crowd, going through Diagon Alley, <laughs> the 
dragon on top of the thing is blowing fire. There's music. <laughs> there's kids running around with wands. So I'm just like fighting the crowd right now, running through. I'm trying to give you a good visual of what is going on. And this girl comes up to me and she was like, hey, hey, hey. And I was like, hi. And she said, <laughs> and she said, do you mind if we get a picture really quick? And I was like, oh my goodness, no problem. What is your guys' names? And they were like, um, Haley and Brittany. And I was like, whoa, they're being shy. That's so cute. Whatever. <laughs> and so I was like, no problem. And so I put my arms around both the girls and I was like, so do y'all follow Jesse? Is that how you like recognize me? And they were like, who the crap are you? I want you to take a picture of me and my friend. And I was like, oh, I can do that too. I take a lot of Instagram pictures for work. And so she's sitting here thinking he gets recognized and they're just like, who the hell are you? And I'm literally like, oh my God, I'm Kim Kardashian. I'm so famous. That's my favorite story. He comes back to the restaurant with like his tail between his legs. And I was like, you guys would never believe what just happened to me. Oh my gosh. There's so many good stories like that though. Oh, wow. Okay, so we are going to start reading client horror stories from you guys. So we put out on our Instagrams yesterday that we wanted to hear from you, and we got so many responses. And I just kind of want to shout out everyone right now. A lot of you guys asked for us to keep your name anonymous just in case somehow your client or coworker or anybody hears this. So if you hear your story, just message us and let us know that you heard it. We loved it. It was obviously hilarious if we brought it up, and we'll go ahead and get started. Okay, this is my favorite one. I'm going to share this first. I think we both got this message, but it's too good not to share. So this one says, client horror story. I once had a woman message me that read, I would like to make an appointment with you for a hair color. I don't have any money, but what I do have is a hamster complete with the cage, wood shavings, food, and water bottles. Let me know that you what you have available. Thanks. <laughs> I politely messaged back and explained I did not accept rodents as currency, but if she ever found it within her budget, I would happy to take her on as a client for cash. She messaged back and let me know um, that I probably wasn't that good anyways and that she would just go back to her old hairdresser. I was in shock. I thanked her for thinking of me and moved on. But I have to wonder, did this woman end up trading off this animal for salon services? Welcome to Alabama. <laughs> Shout out to my Alabama peeps because that's where I'm from and that is an accurate description of Alabama. Oh, it's a good thing you moved to Utah. Rammer, jammer, yellow hammer, give them hell, Alabama. What the heck? That's you like have that. the weirdest, like what was that thing the other day? You're like, you've never heard that saying? It was like the boat thing? Oh my goodness, whenever you're in the pool, you guys, do you, have you ever said, were you in the boat when the boat tipped over? And then whoever's in the pool will say, no, silly, I was in the water. And you have to say it like in a little British accent. I've never heard that in my entire life. If it's you guys have heard that, let us know. I, come, I say stuff all the time and Jesse's like, I've never heard that. But anyways, back to the hamster because I really did want to talk about this one. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, I don't have any issues with trading with clients for products or if they offer a service like I trade. Yeah, um, trades are great. I trade with a girl who does my lips. I trade with a girl who does my facials and like all my esthetician work. And, but a hamster, I. It's a little too far. I don't even know how to go about reacting to that. I bet if someone messaged it to Jessie though, she's so nice. She'd be like, of course I have a stepdaughter <laughs> who is seven and she would love a hamster. I probably would. But the best part is, can't you like get hamsters for like 20 bucks at like yeah. that store? Like, But it comes complete with wood shavings and a cage. Oh, you're right. You're right. That might be worth it. <laughs> All right, do you want to read one? Yes. So this one is a bit of a long one, but it is a good one. So this guy messaged me and was talking about how he started from his assisting program to taking clients, and it was his first Friday on the floor. 
and he was seeing a new male client for a men's cup for the first time. The gentleman comes in, we make our introduction to one another, and then we have a consultation. At this point, I'm not getting any weird vibes. He begins to share what he does for a living, tells me where he works and what he does. Wait, I messed up because I was trying to start oh, with yeah, you're that. Fine. He begins to share what he does for a living and tells me what he does for work, and it is working for a security system company for the jails in our state and here in Indiana. We began sharing stories and exchange a bit about ourselves with one another. Everything is typical at this point. In our salon, we have a beautiful, relaxing wash center where we pride ourselves on giving us quality scalp massage oh, no. along with a shampoo service. If you can see where this is going, just hold on. You <laughs> oh, have no, no idea. Now, I've made it to the scalp massage portion. My male client begins moaning and not your typical moan. Oh, because no. honestly, if you're giving a good shampoo, there might be a little bit of a yeah. moan. But I'm talking a deep belly moan, you guys. At this point, I begin to become extremely uncomfortable. I wrap up the scalp massage portion without being too hasty. I invited him to head back to the chair while I sanitize the shampoo bowl. He proceeds to sit up and runs directly across the way in our processing area. While running across the salon floor, he is grabbing his (gasps) male parts and screaming. No. I follow him into the processing area and ask if he is alright. He explains to me he just needs a minute. (gasps) A thousand things began to run through my mind, and without leaving him, I stand in the middle of our 2,000-square-foot salon and wave down the owner and the manager. I explain the happenings to the owner, who turns and approaches my client. My client tells the salon owner he just needs an ice bag and a Coke, dot, dot, dot. Uh, What? I don't know what a Coca-Cola is going to do for you, buddy, but (laughs) that ain't how... (laughs) That's not how it works. (laughs) My salon owner returns with said items and begins to ask my client if we need to call an ambulance. He declines any assistance we are trying to provide for him. My salon manager and owner pull me to the side and I proceed to tell my their... <laughs> Wait, sorry, I keep messing up because this is so good. My salon manager and owner pull me to the side and proceed to tell me they're pretty sure my client became extremely aroused during my scalp massage and is terribly embarrassed and that we should give him a moment. Oh, my hell. About 10 minutes later, my client excuses himself to the restroom where he spends the next 15 minutes in no. the restroom. No, With the door locked, at this point, I'm thinking another thousand things racing through my head of what could be happening in that restroom. <laughs> Finally, he makes his appearance outside of the restroom. He had removed his cape and neck strip and towel. He heads to the front desk to pay for his service immediately without thanking me or acknowledging that I was there. All of his credit cards suddenly start to decline. <gasps> no! Every last one of them. So he explains he needs to find the nearest ATM to draw out cash to pay for his $35 hair service. He offers to leave a credit card, his phone number, and driver's license <laughs> to ensure that he will be coming back and paying for his service. Hours pass. My mm. client has yet to return to pay for his service. But he left his stuff? Yes. Wow. I'm, at closing time, we attempt to contact my client. He answers our call, surprisingly. He explains to the front desk coordinator that upon leaving our salon, he passes out on the way to the ATM in his vehicle on the main highway, which is near our salon, while traveling back. He then says he was rushed to the nearest hospital via ambulance, where he is informed by nurses and doctors that he had suffered a panic attack. At this point, our front desk associate just wishes him the best and hangs up the phone. 
When I say I have never been so mortified in my life, I truly mean it. To this day, I am extremely selective on the male clientele that I see. I now have roughly 20 male clients I see on a regular regular rotation. 11 years have passed to this date, and I'm still mortified and never experienced anything more cringeworthy. That was a really good one. That was a long one, but a goodie. Um... My heart honestly goes out to that guy. I know that's probably the most embarrassing thing ever. Whenever you're a guy, yeah, random things can pop up like that when you're like in seventh and eighth grade, and it's hard <laughs> enough to deal with them then. But being a grown man in a salon, I, I can't imagine. I, honestly, I want to know where I can get this scalp massage because it must be a good one. <laughs> Let's have him come to Utah. <laughs> Okay, if you're listening to this, message me because we're flying you out to teach us how to do those amazing scalp massages because it obviously was worth the $35. (laughs) I feel like all these people upstaged us. Like, we really don't have good ones until you read these. This is crazy. Okay, we'll each do one more. Um, I think you got this one too, but I thought this one was kind of funny. Um, So it said, when I first started doing hair at 17, I had a client come in 20 minutes late to an appointment. She got out of a big white van wearing a shirt that said, go F yourself on it. She told me, oh my gosh, sorry I'm late. I literally just got out of prison. Her hair was all kinds of rainbow colors, and she told me she needed it more of a natural color so she could get a job. I did her friend's hair, and I said, okay, I can take cash. I did her and her friend's hair and said, okay, I can take cash card or whatever works for you guys. Then they told me, oh, our friend is going to come in and pay for us. About 10 minutes later, a really nice car pulls up to the salon. A man gets out with another girl. He bought like $400 worth of products on top of paying for their services, all in $100 bills. When I told this story to my coworker, they told me, you're so naive. That guy was definitely their pimp. Good old Bountiful Utah. Oh, that was here in Utah? Yeah, which is shocking. Wow. So funny. Utah, the home of Jay-Z style salons, amazing scalp massages, and Pamp Daddies. <laughs> Come visit us today to get your hair dreams to get off and to get a little bit of cash. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you can put that part in there. No, we can. We can talk about whatever we want here. That reminds me of one time I had this client come in and she... Um, had like four bags of tape mix from a company I never have ever heard of and she came in and she was um, blonde and she had blonde extensions and it was honestly the perfect color match and I said what is your goal look do you have any pictures or anything that you like do you want icy tones do you want golden tones beigey tones whenever we're toning you and everything and she said honestly I'm gonna be honest with you And I said, okay, girl, hit me with it. And she said, I recently just got out of prison as, as well as that last story. <laughs> and she said, I've got court in two days. So I came here and I want you to make me look as innocent as possible and as much as I'm... <laughs> and I want you to make me look as innocent as possible and as much as a housewife and stay-at-home mother as you can. <laughs> You're like, I can't change that. <laughs> I'm like, girl... Mm. And so, she's this beautiful, sandy blonde, and we did some really cute, nice, like, classic curls, not even, like, beach waves or anything, and uh, she said that she was going to book her service, but if, however, if I did not hear from her before her service, it was because 
that her court settlement did not go well, but she thanks me for trying with her hair. She blames you. She's like, you didn't make me look innocent enough. I know. So apparently it's my fault. I haven't seen her since. She actually no-showed her appointment. So she's probably in jail. And so I'm wishing her the best. Orange is the new black. <laughs> Literally. Okay, we actually got this message in a group message this morning. I don't know if you oh, read it. I didn't read all of it, but I saw it. So I saw it. I didn't read it all, but I think I'm just going to read it right now because it looks juicy. <laughs> so Get us with it. She says, okay, so here's my client horror story. I have a client that is probably in her mid to late 60s. She comes in one day telling me how she had gotten a divorce, and the day after the divorce was officially done, her ex-husband passed away in a house fire. She was so mad because he took he took her off of everything, so she gets nothing from his passing. She's very cold-hearted, lol. She kept going on and on about how it was a waste of 25 years, and she can't believe that she put up with him for that long. Her next visit comes around, and this time I have a girl shadowing me for her first day. One daughter dropped her off and a different daughter was coming in to pick her up. She comes in, asks for wine, and word vomits everything. She said that he didn't take her off the insurance, so she got to buy a brand new huge house with so many bedrooms she didn't even know what to do with. She also scheduled a full-on face and neck lift. In comes her daughter because she forgot to drop off a bag. Want to know what was in the bag? Her ex-husband's ashes <gasps> in a paper bag on my station. <laughs> the whole time, all I could think was, if I turn on my blow dryer, are they going to catch wind and blow all over the place? I was losing it. So then she said, yeah, I was at the crematory and asked the guy, why do I have to pay full price if he was already half burnt? At this point, she has four glasses of wine deep. I looked at the girl shadowing me and she looked traumatized. And I was like, please don't tell me you really said that. She said, of course she did. And that she thought she should have gotten half off and she plans on calling to complain. So finally the appointment is over. And I said, here, I'll grab your purse and take it to the front. And she said, no, just grab the bag. I've got my purse, the dead body bag. I was like, no, you can grab that. And she said, yeah, you can grab it. It's fine. And starts to walk to the front. So I had to carry her ex-husband and it was heavy. I still to this day am haunted by this experience and will never forget it. Well, <laughs> question number one is you're still unhaunted now. Yeah. Because that is spooky, spooky, boom, boom. <laughs> that and seems a little scary. Question number two, what is the name of the place that cremated him? Because I want to know if she left a Yelp review <laughs> for or not. That is actually the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire half life. half burnt. Can I get half off? That is so sad. It's, it reminds me of Sarah's client. Oh. <laughs> we have an older client like that who used to come in. and It's funny, you guys. In our industry, I swear, we see all walks of lives. Like, we see so many different things. And when it comes to providing a service, like, you're putting chemicals on people's hair. Like, it's risky business if you're not doing it properly. Yeah. People have to trust you so much. I think that's why it's so easy for clients to open up to yeah. their hairstylist. I honestly think that's the science behind it. Because it's true. I mean, when I go to, like, get a facial or anything, like, I kind of do talk more than, yeah. like, if I go to, like, freaking, like, get a Big Mac. <laughs> well, it's true. If someone's touching you, there's, like, a level of trust there for yeah. some reason. It's, like, yeah, it's a little bit more intimate. And yeah. then, yeah, you're exactly right with the level of trust. I'm going to wrap it up for you guys with this one. One of my favorite clients, she told me I better tell this story, so I told her <laughs> oh, I would. Yeah. It is a good one. I think this is a good one to end up on because, honestly, it just goes to show that the world is so small yeah so one of my favorite clients she's literally the funniest person we have the best time when she comes in always cracking up making jokes like everyone probably thinks we are the most obnoxious people ever she comes in and she's like the client that you have to book at the end of the day for your last service because you're going to run over because you're just like cracking up so much oh i love it so we begin to do her service 
she was asking me about my dating life. We were just talking about that. Um, she goes to tell me, like, you know, like, I have been dating a bunch of guys lately, but I think I want to, like, dabble into dating women. You're like, all right. And I'm like, all right, let's play for my team, girl. <laughs> and so we go to proceed the service, just chit-chatting. She was like, yeah, I just have one experience with a girl, and it wasn't that good. And then she goes and begins to tell me the story about it. So the story goes, she was in college, and she was living in a dorm room. Um, a girl two halls down, they, like, matched on Tinder or some kind of, um, like, matchmaking website or something like that. And so they hang out, and she was like, it's so weird. She was like, I thought, like, since I'm attracted to guys and girls that I would want, like, a girl who's a little bit, like, more, like, on the manly side or, like, more masculine. And so she said, but it turns out that I'm really into, like, the pretty girl that, like, does oh. her makeup and everything like that, and I'm into, like, manly men. So okay. I was like, that makes sense. Like, I have a lot of friends who are, like, bisexual, and they, yeah. like, love girly girls or, like, manly men. Like, yeah. they don't, like dabble outside of that so all is well her foils are done processing she continues to tell me the story of us how it was an awful experience how she was not into it and it was so awkward because the rest of that semester the girl only lived two doors down in the dorms and she would like pass her in the hallway all the time they had classes together and it was so awful but after that semester she's never seen her again so I began to shampoo her head, trying to do my best as a scalp massage, but I probably wasn't as good as that um, last story that we told you. Um, and the, there's a girl in the shampoo bowl next to us. And she goes to call my client's name. I'm just going to call her Sadie. That's, that's so far from her name, but that's what I'm going to call her to protect her identity. She goes, Sadie. Sadie, and you're in the shampoo bowl, there's music playing, you're like, your head's in the bowl, like you're getting a scrub, you're not really going to be paying attention to background noise. She keeps ripping on this girl, talking about how bad it is, and I, and she's like, Sadie, 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 over here, and so I'm trying to signal her without being too obvious, so like I pulled on her hair a little bit, and like tapped on her shoulder, and she was like, and she's just so funny, she was like, yeah, pull it harder, like oh. stuff like that, and I was like, oh my god, and I was like, Sadie, someone's trying to say hey to you. And she was like, oh my God, hey girl, I haven't seen you since college. It's her. So we wrap up the shampoo service, head back to the station, I pull out my blow dryer, and she's like, holy shit, that is the girl that I was just talking about. <laughs> she was in the shampoo bowl next to her. The college they went to is an hour away from our <gasps> salon. What are the odds that they were both here at the same time? had the same exact service done, so they were at the shampoo bowl at the exact same time. And she's talking about next her. Next to each other. In the shampoo bowl. That's so bad. So she, the girl's hair was shorter than mine, so I was like curling, and so the girl, um, I was curling my client's hair. And so the girl goes to leave, she comes up, she's like, hey, we should hang out sometime again soon. And she was like, okay, yeah. And I was just like rolling on the floor laughing because like, what are the freaking odds of that actually happening? Yeah, that is hilarious. <laughs> What a small big world. Big people, little world. Is that what that show? <laughs> yes. Or is little people, big yes. world? Yes. But for me, I'm 6'4", so it's big people, little world. Just the opposite. Um, okay, guys. So we are now done with the client horror stories. That was really great. And to be fair, we did want to do another episode where clients tell us their stylist horror stories. So we will be doing that on a future episode because we're going to switch it up a little bit. Um, but now it is time for Peaks and Pits. Let's talk Peaks and Pits. 
All right, so my pit for the week was I went and picked up my wedding dress on Friday, and I custom ordered this wedding dress two months ago. Stu was with me. It was perfect. We cried. We loved it. I ordered it um, in a size smaller than I was because it was six weeks after I had my baby, so I was like, it'll fit perfect. This is great. I go pick it up on Friday, and it's huge. I was so pissed. So I have lost like 10 pounds, but it was like so big. Like I don't think it would have even fit me when I was pregnant. It was huge. So that kind of sucks. That's my pit for the week. And my peak for the week is that we are launching Jessicated this week. And I finally finished it all yesterday. So that was really exciting. Um, If you guys are listening to this, then Jessicated is already out. Make sure you check it out on our website. It's an online hair education membership program. We're doing new videos every week and you get 10 videos right when you sign up. And if it is the month of August and you're listening to this, you get your first month for free if you sign up in August. So that's really exciting. That was my peak for the week. So for me, my peak and pit kind of go hand in hand together. So I have had this like online friendship with this sweet lady named Lori for over a year. Like we have been Instagram friends since yeah. like before I moved to Utah. And she actually came to my very first class I ever held. Yeah. So she's just been like such a good supporter of Jay-Z and everything. We love that, you girls. <laughs> yeah. We love you, Lori, and your daughter. This episode is- Daughters. Da- I said daughters. You said daughter. No, there's like- You said Daughter. Uh, I'll rewind the track and show you. (laughs) (laughs) Insert the instant replay. (laughs) We love you, girls. (laughs) Yeah, we love you, Lori, and your daughter. This episode is... Daughters. Well, I know she has multiple daughters because I was going to all do their hair. So, Lori and me have... She's just the sweetest soul ever and such a great supporter. She is flying in... Um, this week planning yep. on getting her hair done the day before her or the day of her flight she gets a confirmation email from Delta and it says your flight has been switched from 8pm to 4pm she lives two hours from the airport Oh no! and she missed her flight unfortunately oh. so we weren't able to do her hair so my peak is that I'm finally going to get to meet her but my pit is that we won't have the opportunity to do her hair unfortunately and her daughter's hair because so she's not getting her hair done anymore um well I'm actually going to do her hair and the girls are going to come and shop and stuff but oh, okay yeah so maybe we'll go to dinner or something stay, stay tuned I'll keep you updated but <laughs> it just breaks my heart that that happened to her and I feel like so sad oh she's just such a good supporter and like I love her to death. I feel like we're friends. Like, I'm so excited to meet her. I hate that this didn't work out. You're going to love her. You're going to, she's awesome. All right, you guys, that was a great little episode. We're really excited that we got to talk about client horror stories because it's something we can probably all relate to. So we are going to be having new episodes every Monday. So if you are listening to this, the podcast is officially live. Um, This is the third episode, and we are launching it next week. So we're about a week away from our launch date as we are filming this, and we are so excited. And then once a week, we're going to have new episodes. So make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am jz.styles. And I am stew.styles with a Z at the end. And then jzstyles.co is where you can find all of the podcast updates. DM us for things you would like to hear on the podcast because we're always open to taking suggestions. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for all your love and support for this podcast and everything that we do. If you ever need anything, we're always just a DM away. And we'll catch you next week. Bye.